this is Nicola. Welcome to the Conscious Changers podcast, where our goal is to help the more conscious, focused household start easy, greener habits that improve health, save some money, and protect the planet. Each week, we will discover the habits our guests have embraced and how it's working for them. We understand that, you know, getting started, and this is including me, getting started and finding new, better ways to live a sort of low impact lifestyle can be hard. So we want to take away the feelings of overwhelm and any kind of eco-anxiety and help you on your journey to making those small changes that the whole family can embrace. Today's guest is Jenny. Thank you so much, Jenny, for inviting me into your home and sharing with me the habits that you've embraced as a family to help you live a lower impact lifestyle. Jenny's goal is to live a creative and sustainable lifestyle with her family. She's always had a sense of her impact on the planet and makes it a priority to consider what she brings into her home to minimize her impact on the planet. Even in her work as a designer, she works with materials that are gentle on the planet. She is driven by key values, and those values are sustainability and ethics. And around that, her key habits have focused on these these areas. Her goal is to be a zero waste home. So she's considerate of what she's bringing into her home to minimize waste. She thinks about the products she brings into her home and how they could have more than one use. Where else could I use that product and how could it be used better? And she shares with us the importance of buying secondhand. She reminds us of how much stuff there's already in the world today, which is something I didn't even think about. Thank you so much, Jenny, for inviting me into your home and sharing with me your story and your journey. Let's get this podcast started. Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the Conscious Changers podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on the show. You know, this show is about helping people find ways of making changes in their life that um, create better habits for the family, that are better on their wallet, and of course, ultimately, the planet that we live on. So that's the goal of the show. And, you know, we've spoken briefly on the phone, and you're making, you've made some changes. You've just shown me around your house and showed me what you're doing. To get the show started, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, I'm a woman, I'm mm-hmm. 35, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to live a creative and sustainable lifestyle while bringing up two children mm-hmm. with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, professionally, I'm a jeweler. I make and design jewellery using precious materials, but I do like to use recycled materials as well. And I'm also a dancer. I belong to a few local groups. I do belly dancing. I do Morris dancing. And I'm also part of a choir. Wow. So tell us, what was your aha moment? The moment that you decided okay, things have got to change. We need to start being more considerate of our our life and our planet. Well, I've always had a sense of our impact on the environment. And um, I studied 3D design at Exeter College and at Brighton University. And I really focused on sustainable design and use a lot of recycled and reusable materials. And I was really conscious of the responsibility of a designer to bring things into the world that would hopefully have a gentle impact. 
Um, and then maybe one of the first things when I was about 17, I started trying to think of an, an alternative for shampoo and I eventually found the Lush shampoo bars. So that was great. And then at university, I discovered menstrual cups. So yeah, for a long time, I've been using one of those. Um, but yeah, as I've got older, I've kind of feel more empowered to make more changes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the more responsibility I feel I have and that I can manage mm-hmm. as well. So um, yeah, it wasn't till about six years ago, I saw an interview with Bea Johnson who wrote the book Zero Waste Home. And so that term zero waste was a bit of a light bulb moment. So I've been trying to live a green life, but then this idea of creating absolutely zero waste was really interesting to me. So I started looking into that and trying to prevent waste coming into our house rather than just how to deal with it afterwards. And how did you did you have a discussion with your your family and say right it's time to make some changes it was that the way you sort of in, sort of introduced it to your house Well um we didn't have any children at that time so I just I just started doing it really and it just became apparent that this is how things were I mean my husband is also quite green as well so it wasn't really a problem for him I mean he, I'm probably more into it than he is and I will always be pushing for the for the next thing while mm-hmm. he's saying look we're doing really well already <laughs> why are you trying to make us do more but yeah that's just the way I am so can you share with us three particular habits that you are doing right now that are helping you you know in your um in your in your family life but also helping you with your spending as well as having the benefit of protecting our planet well the first thing would be trying to reduce the amount of products we have and replace them with as few as possible. So we use bicarbonate of soda, vinegar and soap for a lot of things like, um, you know, cleaning our house, cleaning our bodies. I wash my hair with bicarbonate of soda now. Um, I've, I've found that I can wash my face with just plain water. I tried loads of different recipes for face wash and then realised plain water does just fine for me so um yeah lots of things like that we don't have a cupboard full of cleaning products we just have vinegar for general household cleaning and um yeah I say that's been a really good one just reducing so what do you do do you buy like do you bulk buy the bicarbonate soda and then you make up a huge batch and then you sort of leave some upstairs leave some downstairs yeah absolutely I've got I've got the big tub by the shower and then I'll have small, some in the kitchen for cooking and a, another little bit for cleaning. But I tend not to make too many products, like I have tried, but you have to be wary about recipes that are mixing acids and alkalis. So any recipe that tells you to mix vinegar and bicarb, just work out why they're telling you to do that because they neutralise each other and then you've got an ineffective product basically. But if you're unblocking a drain, for example, you want that reaction. But if it's a cleaning product that's going to be hanging around for a while, then you've basically just made salty water by mixing the acid and the alkali. Okay, so so for your for cleaning your house, then do you mix it with water and well, then leave like create a paste or something? Yeah, so I might use a paste if I've really got to scrub something off and then wash that off, mm. and then if I need to clean it further, then I'll wipe with vinegar afterwards. So your goal has part of your goal has always been to reduce chemicals that your exposure to chemicals in a big way 
Yeah, partly, but also just to reduce the amount of stuff because the the less stuff you have, the easier it is. I don't have, I'm not running out of various things all the time. So I don't have to be going out and buying it and I don't have to be storing it and I don't have to work out how to recycle the packaging afterwards. So Yeah, it's really yeah. simplifying things because yeah. even in the underneath your sink, I'm assuming you've just, you've got the bicarbonate soda and then you've got the tap for water and you can go and do what you need to do with it yeah exactly and how is it on your hair well for me it's fine um I've got quite strange hair it's changed a lot over the years mm-hmm. it's been frizzy it's been curly and now after having babies it's gone really straight so I've always <laughs> been trying to find the right shampoo that's right for my hair and then when I tried bicarbonate of soda like it actually worked really well mm-hmm. and at the time my hair was more curly and I found the curl came through naturally and I didn't need all these curl boosting products. Like some people, bicarb doesn't work for them at all. But for me, that was an aha moment. It's like, oh, I don't need to be stressing yeah. about what shampoo to buy. I can just use this. Yeah. And But now it's straighter, it still seems to work. <laughs> My hair is clean. Yeah. I'm happy. And does it help with the... Do you, get, do you have greasy hair? Um, or drier I, hair? I guess I've probably got normal hair in yeah. inverted commas, yeah. but... Yeah, obviously, if I didn't wash it for a week, it would be greasy. Yeah. And then if I wash it with bicarb, that goes away. <laughs> sure. So what's another habit that you've embraced that um, is helping your family? Reusing. So mm-hmm. um, getting rid of all the single-use things that we can. So we don't have kitchen roll, baby wipes. We don't have disposable nappies. Um, we don't use cling film. We've gone for reusables wherever possible. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah just making sure that we can wash things for us it's actually more convenient because we have friends who have run out of disposable nappies and then it's a panic they've got to get to the supermarket whereas our nappies are always there Mm -hmm. for us (laughs) so what do you what are you replacing them with for example kitchen roll is something it's kind of an unconscious buying product you know you just buy it what do you replace it with just cloths and tea Mm -hmm. towels and that mm-hmm. sort of thing um there are certain things like uh we really like making fried aubergines for example oh, nice, and we yeah. would previously have um salted them yes. and got the moisture out and used loads of kitchen roll but obviously we can just use the tea towel for that and then after you fry them they're obviously quite oily so mm-hmm. you you would use kitchen roll to get the oil off but again we just have an old tea towel that's meant for that job yeah. so it doesn't matter if it gets a bit unpleasant because you're always going to be using it for the oil and then just wash it and it's fine and then the, the towels you just pop them in the washing machine yeah with using your soap nuts yeah <laughs> yeah and, and get them nice and clean and ready for the next use and i guess yeah you are reducing you're not you are reducing your bill your household bill and you're not you know you're protecting the environment yeah absolutely yeah. and and people say oh what about all the impact will that washing you're doing but mm. actually you don't realize the amount of water that's used in the production of mm. like nappies and kitchen roll these gallons and gallons of water in their production so however much water you use to wash them will be less than that and um yeah with our cloth nappies we actually bought them second hand and we've used them for two children so some of our nappies will have been used for three or four children mm-hmm. in all so their carbon footprint will be vastly reduced because of all that reusing mm-hmm. and what's a, a third habit that you have um, buying second hand, mm-hmm. we, we, well, we've always 
been happy to buy things secondhand. And there's just so much stuff in the world already. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, I recently went to the um, sustainable fashion show mm-hmm. or the slow fashion show, and they were talking about how there's more than enough clothes to clothe everybody on the planet already. But yeah, we're making so many clothes and they're going to landfill and big designers are burning their clothes because they don't want poor people to wear them and affect their brand and it's just madness. So we're happy to buy secondhand and also to accept secondhand. We were lucky to have been given so many baby things secondhand. And I but I think we have a bit of a culture of when you have a baby for the first time, you want to wrap it in brand new things for your precious baby mm. which I totally understand but I guess I knew that my babies would be making a mess of these things so yeah, they do they yeah. don't know do they <laughs> I was more comfortable putting them in secondhand things so yeah that that's really saved us an awful lot of money so you're you've reduced your chemicals your sort of toxic chemicals in mm. your home you're re- reusing all uh reusing uh, towels and cloths for looking after your home what was the third one? And buying second hand. And buying second hand. Well, that's that would have saved a lot of money over the over the time and it would have done a lot to protect the planet. Of all of these habits, have any of them been more challenging or has there been something that you've tried to change that has been challenging? The most challenging thing is buying with sustainability and ethics mm. in mind. So and to begin with, you're really tempted to go out and buy new glass jars and everything to because I do like to go to the zero waste shops and and fill my own jars but then you realize you've already got containers in your house you can use them you don't need to buy new ones and when we started zero waste there had been these weigh and save shops but they had just closed down and the zero waste shops hadn't opened so we were buying things in bulk from Amazon and then we realised that Amazon were not an ethical company. So that's something that I probably wouldn't do again, <laughs> is buy mm-hmm. so much from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then I bought things like bamboo sporks. And I kind of realised afterwards I didn't need bamboo sporks mm-hmm. because we've got cutlery in the drawer and mm-hmm. you can take that around with you. I bought some bamboo straws, which were kind of flimsy and my kids stepped on them and they broke immediately. Yeah. But I guess it's difficult to say whether I changed that because you have to, it's a learning curve, you kind of have to make these mistakes. Yeah, I agree. And the fact is, you go out there and you make your changes, and then if you find you need to change them again, you just adjust mm-hmm. and keep changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you feel then about things that are, are online? You know, you, there's so many, you know, you, you pick up your phone, you can buy so much online now. How does that fit into your sustainable, sustainability lifestyle? Well, now, if there's something I really need and I can't get it locally, I will try to buy it from the original supplier. So recently, my daughter's just started school and we were able to get most of her school uniform secondhand for 20p an item, which was amazing. Um, But we needed to get her some tights. Mm -hmm. So I really looked into the most ethical brand that I could. And I think they're called something like Eco Outfitters, run by a couple of mums who mm-hmm. realised that school uniforms were basically made of plastic and things that you don't want your children in. Um, so they had some tights all made of organic cotton, but I could only buy them online. 
And I did find them to be a bit expensive. They were £10 a pair for tights, which I was kind of reeling at. But then I reminded myself I'd only paid 20p an item for her other bits of school uniform. Mm. So I thought, okay, this is a compromise I can make. And I can buy them direct from that company. And they came in minimal packaging. And hopefully they will last. They're a bit big for her, so I'm hoping she'll grow into them. Sure. You know how kids do you feel that they will last a you know not just one year two but potentially three or four years to sort of get a return on your investment there well i really hope so i mean they are still tights at the end of the day and yeah. you know how children they fall over them yeah but i will be more inclined to repair them if they do get holes in them mm-hmm. where do you go to to learn to, to sort of inspire yourself to to do more things what uh where on the internet do you go or do you go to the library and look at books um well or talk I, to friends even <laughs> uh, talking to friends is good but just general internet searches mm. are really helpful but specifically the exeter journey to zero waste Facebook group is mm-hmm. great. People are always posting questions in there, mm-hmm. and sometimes somebody asks a question about something I haven't thought of yet, mm-hmm. and I think, oh yes, I can do that. And a lot of people's issues are working out what to do with the waste they've already got. You know, obviously we want to prevent that waste, mm-hmm. but we've got an awful lot already. Where do we take it? Where can I recycle crisp packets? Where can I recycle my old makeup packaging and all these things like people who maybe have switched to menstrual cups or washable pads. They've got a load of disposable pads that they don't want to use anymore, but there are charities that you can give them to. So Mm. I found out so many things like that on that Facebook group. Fantastic. For people out there sort of starting a, a journey of, you know, being more conscious of the choices and the changes they want to make, where would you recommend people start? What would be your, do this first and then, you know, move forward? Well, to begin with, don't change anything. Just observe what you're doing. So um, one of the things I started doing was writing down everything that we were putting in the bin Mm -hmm. and then working out, is there somewhere else that it could go? And we found that we were actually putting a lot of recyclable materials in the bin because it was thought that they were not recyclable. But Mm -hmm. our local authority accepts a lot more than we realised, like plastic film and things like that. So to begin with, we were able to put more in the green bin Mm -hmm. and obviously start trying to avoid it in the first place Mm -hmm. by buying it it without the packaging. And, you know, finding out about the Ellie's Fund charity Mm -hmm. where they collect all sorts of difficult to recycle materials, Mm -hmm. which they can make money from, Mm -hmm. which is really good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just noticing what are you doing what are you buying and are there things that you could do differently which will be good for the planet and make life easier for you because mm-hmm. people do see it all as a bit of a hassle I think but there are yeah. lots of things but we could you know that's why I'm saying do one thing get comfortable with that and then embrace yeah, something different. exactly and we also started composting so we've managed to reduce our black bin waste to carry a bag or less every fortnight. Yeah, I saw that. It's, you know, it's, what, 20 centimetres high, you know, this <laughs> tiny little bathroom bin. Yeah. That's amazing. But that's, you've been able to achieve that because you have made conscious changes in how you buy things, how you bring things into the house. You know, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely recommend don't go out and buy anything. Mm-hmm. Just observe what you're doing and look at what you already have and how you can use that 
mm-hmm. because you might want to go out and get bamboo toothbrushes but mm. are your plastic ones still working you know use them until you can't use them yeah. anymore yeah there is a lot of replacement mm. products but actually we don't need to do that in some areas do we yeah not necessarily not necessarily <laughs> if you could um wake up tomorrow morning you know and the planet was sort of balanced a little bit more what would be the one thing you would like to see adjusted I'd really really like to see the government and big businesses taking responsibility Mm. you know it's the people with the most money and the most power that can make the most change and we're all going about trying to avoid packaging here and there like going to the supermarket I need to get something for dinner I need something the children are going to like but oh no that's in packaging but that one that one's not organic and that's got too many animal products in it you know it all needs to filter down from the top. There's I too think. many questions, I suspect. Because, yeah, you're right. When I mean, you, you buy frozen product, it's all mm. packaging. It's all recyclable. Well, I'm assuming it's all recyclable. Yeah. But it's still, it, it doesn't make any sense because you take the chicken nuggets out of the box and it just goes. Yeah, so to I the think that the big businesses and the government need to take the responsibility mm-hmm. and needs to filter down to us from them Mm -hmm. and I'd really like to see a change in consumerism because Mm -hmm. this is the problem we're told that we need things all the time and that's just ingrained into us and that's really hard to change we've recently had secondhand September where we were urged to only buy secondhand clothes in the month of September which is great but it kind of implies that you need to buy things every month so for one month of the year why not buy secondhand but Mm -hmm. I don't think you actually need to buy new things every month. So it should be secondhand every year (laughs) when when you can. When you're making that choice, you know, because there's some really nice things in the secondhand shops. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you're giving them a new lease of life. Absolutely. If people wanted to reach out to you, where is the best place to have a chat with you? Um, On Instagram, Mm -hmm. I am greenjenny underscore mover and maker. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thanks very much for sharing your own journey, the changes that you've made and the changes that you'd like to see. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Well, that was today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to our show, The Conscious Changers Podcast. Join me next week for another episode where we explore more habits that families are implementing to help them live healthier, save some money, and ultimately look after the planet. If you'd like to leave us a review, then head over to our Facebook page, The Conscious Changers Podcast. And we also have a website that's www.consciouschangers.co.uk where we share more of our episodes, more about our podcast, and reviews of products that we talk about in the show, as well as others that we believe compliment people on this journey thanks so much for listening have an awesome day and we'll see you next time on the conscious changers podcast